0: Today, I want to talk about Jane Austen. Um, I am a huge fan and I've read most of her novels of the Big Six. The only one I have not read is Persuasion, which I am sure will make a lot of people unhappy as it seems to be one of the top favorites. If you ask people what their favorite book is, it's usually Pride and Prejudice, but at least from what I've seen, a clear second favorite that comes up that is rivaling Pride and Prejudice for the best Jane Austen novel is Persuasion. And that's the one I haven't read yet. And I have, I suppose, a weird hesitancy to start it because it's the last one. Um, I don't want to be done with her novels. I want there to be more out there. And so finishing persuasion would be finishing at least the big six novels i know there are short stories and other things but that's not the same and i don't want to be done i have this weird impulse to hold off on reading persuasion for a little while um so today instead of talking about persuasion i want to talk about or abbey i think it is a underrated one of Jane Austen's novels it doesn't seem to be anybody's favorite I don't see a lot of people talking about it there don't seem to be as many adaptations well definitely not as many as Pride and Prejudice but you can never beat Pride and Prejudice that one just has been done a million times because it's everyone's favorite and don't get me wrong I love Pride and Prejudice I get why it's everyone's favorite but I also love Northanger Abbey and I want to show it a little bit of love today My goal with this is to do a bit of an annotated audiobook sort of situation. I want to read Northanger Abbey, read the chapters, um, and sort of break in with my commentary on what I like, what I don't, what I think is amazing, what I don't think is amazing, um, and just kind of go from there. So I'm planning to read The actual text of Northanger Abbey and then intersperse my commentary in it to make this some sort of podcast that maybe somebody will listen to but is mostly about the fact that I want to do it and I have a lot to say and I have a lot of opinions that I need to get out in some way and I'm not much of a journaler so talking into my phone seems like a better option. I do want to make it clear though in case anyone else actually does listen to these That I am by no means any sort of expert on Jane Austen or Northanger Abbey or English history or English literature or really anything that I'm going to be talking about in this. I'm just a fan. I love Jane Austen. I love Northanger Abbey. And I am giving the opinions that I have and information that I know about it just kind of off of that. Not of any expertise. It's just... It's going to be mostly opinions, and everybody's got them, and you're allowed to disagree with me. Um, But since I'm the one with the microphone, I get to say what mine are. (laughs) And so, without any further ado, let's get into Northanger Abbey. So, Northanger Abbey, I think, is very different, in my opinion, from the other novels. Um, It's got a very different feel to it. It's definitely got a lot of her sarcasm and wit and humor that you see throughout all of jane austen's novels um but northinger abbey i believe is the first full novel that she wrote or at least the first one that went to a publisher because i again not an expert but my understanding is that northinger abbey actually was the first one that she sold to a publisher before she sold um sense and sensibility it's just that the publisher who bought it, for whatever reason, never actually published it. And it had a different name at the time, I think it was Susan, um, because the main character, who is now Catherine, was at that time, she had, it named, she had her name Susan. Um, so it was sold to a publisher before Sense and Sensibility, it was just never actually published. Um, and she went back and forth with the publisher for a while, trying to buy the rights back, but I think maybe didn't have the money, I'm not really sure. Um, but she didn't actually get the rights of Northanger Abbey back, or as it was called then Susan, back from that publisher she initially sold it to until after most of her other novels had already been published. So I know for sure Sons and Sensibility, Pride and Prejudice, I believe Mansfield Park and Emma had already been were already published before she got the rights to Northinger Abbey back. And it was actually not published until after she had died. I believe in 1817, both Northinger Abbey and Persuasion were published posthumously. By her brother um, so it was one of the last published books that she had as it was published after she died but it was one of her first that she actually wrote and finished and sold to a publisher so it's got a kind of that mix depending on whether you're looking at when she wrote it or when she published it it's either the first or the last but I bring that up because I think because it was written so much earlier than some of her other novels um, I do think that you can see some of that a difference in it as it being the first one and her first attempt at a novel um like i said i think it was her first i'm not sure if she wrote some of the other sense and sensibility or pride and prejudice maybe but it i'm pretty sure but i do know that it was a it was she sold it to a publisher before she sold and published sense and sensibility so i think she wrote it first and just the feel of it makes me think that she probably did um just because it does have a different breezier feel to the novel And I think a lot of the wit of it comes in that it's kind of a spoof um, of gothic novels. So of um, Anne Radcliffe, specifically the Mysteries of Udolfo, which is brought up a bunch in this particular novel, but also just gothic novels in general. She's very much spoofing them throughout the novel and like making fun of them and the main character is into these novels and sort of works herself up about pretending that she's in one of these novels and that these sorts of things are real. And so there's a lot of back and forth of that. And I also think that the narrator in Northanger Abbey is a very different character than the narrator in some of the other novels of really kind of breaking the fourth wall and sort of talking to you through the book that you'll be going along reading and then suddenly, so you'll be reading about the characters and they're doing these things and then suddenly the, uh, the narrator will just say, and I've got something to say now and we'll have a little speech for you that um, actually kind of takes you away from the story, but in a really good way. It's, I mean, it all interconnects, but it's a very different sort of thing where the narrator is actually seems to be more of a full-fledged character in Northanger Abbey to me than in I think in the other novels that I've read of hers where the narrator will come out and have some stuff to say and have like their own opinion about what's going on and tell you things about the world that you're reading about in a way that I don't I don't think I've seen in the other novels and to quite this extent anyway um so overall I find that Northanger Abbey is just a very quick fun romp of a book it's not Anywhere near as serious as some of the others, Um, especially, you know, more like Mansfield Park feels to me like a very serious, moralizing sort of book. And Northanger Abbey is not that. It's kind of the antithesis of that. It's a very light, breezy. I keep saying those words over and over again. I don't think they mean what you think they mean. Anyway, I keep saying that, but it's a very just fun, low stakes, entertaining sort of story. Um, without getting into such, I don't know, moralizing and heaviness that some works can have. I think it's a very breezy book and it's a really quick read. It's, it's a rather short one. Um, I think Persuasion might be shorter, but other than that, it's, I think, one of her shortest novels. Um, and it's not, I don't think the characters are maybe as well defined and developed as some of the other novels. And not to say that they're poorly defined, because even Jane Austen's worst novel is still a great novel. And I don't think Northanger Abbey is her worst novel, in my opinion. Um, But I think that in some ways it's a little less fully thought out. In that the characters seem a little bit sketched a little less. There's not as much deep thought into the nuanced characters that she gets really good at in later in her some of her later works where i feel like she's got some really intricate deep cool characters this book i don't think that there are any really deep entangled characters they seem to be much more surface level characters um but that doesn't make the book any less entertaining and i still really love it and like i said i think it's it it gets kind of a short shrift sometimes i don't think that people give it as much attention as they should uh, or as there are as many adaptations as there could be because I really think that this, if done well, could be an amazing thing to adapt into a movie in a way that I don't think I've seen at this point. I have not been overly thrilled with the adaptations. I've only seen one adaptation, the movie from 2007, I think. Um, what, which one did I see? The one I have seen... Is the one with Peter Firth and Catherine Schlesinger. Um, which was fun. It was entertaining. But didn't leave me with the same feeling as the book. I would really love to see another adaptation that I think could do, you could do something better with it. In my opinion. Again, this whole thing is just my opinion. And what I have to say. So you can disagree with me. And um, please do. You can email me at corner at gmail.com. That's in my own little corner. So I am. Ah. <laughs> so in my own little corner. So corner at gmail.com. If you'd like to disagree with me or if you'd like to agree with me. Either way, love a discussion. Let me know. In any case, that is the overview of what I'm planning to do with this new Jane Austen sort of podcast idea. Um so the next episode will be the first chapter of Northanger Abbey. And we'll go from there. So long farewell, our readers and adieu. Goodbye everybody.